Welcome to the YL Town Podcast. Money! That's my opinion. I didn't think Watford were going to be this bad. A second for Tammy Abram. By the order of the Peaky Blinders, we have a new bloody podcast for you tonight. Tonight, we do have a very special guest. And that special guest is the one and only, it's Foxy. Do you want to say hello, mate? Evening all. We are joined by the usuals. So, we've got the American, Calvin. Do you want to say hello? Hello. And, as per usual, our delightful Trace. Do you want to say hello? Uh, yeah, I will. Thanks. Hi. Hello. Right, so, it's been week five of the Premier League of this season. And three very good talking points on three very good games. So, tonight, we will be discussing uh, the Wolves versus Chelsea game. Manchester United, no, sorry, Manchester City versus Norwich and Arsenal versus Watford. But we'll start with Manchester City versus Norwich. So I'm going to put this over to Trace and let her get her thoughts on it. Well, I have to be honest, I was completely stunned. I honestly thought that City were just going to go there and walk away with the three points and I almost feel like that's exactly what they thought they were going to do too and Norwich came and really spoilt their party and if anything Norwich could have scored more and looked the far better team in my opinion I I wondered if it's because of their centre-back partnership not being obviously connected as much as what Laporte, when Laporte gets put in there with Barbara Stones or Otamendi, because it just didn't seem to work, from my, in my opinion. No, and actually people won't have heard it, but before we had this conversation, JB rightly pointed out that in order for a centre-back partnership to work, you have to kind of have an elder. And with uh, Otamendi and Stones, then neither of them are really, although one is obviously older than the other, Neither of them are as experienced or more experienced, and it was kind of that it didn't gel. And actually, you all right? Has it just gone through a blender? <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. He should just leave it in. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I feel like neither of them are experienced enough to kind of lead one or the other. And Stones is kind of quite vulnerable. And Osmendi being there and Laporte not being there, I think, was massive. And I think you're right with that. Osmendi, though, like over £30, £40 million that was spent on him, I think, from Valencia, I think it was. Or Benfica, I think. Uh, 
and he's about over 30, he's got to be about 30 years of age so he's got to have the experience and know-how in games now so I don't I don't think that I don't think you can really say that to be honest well I wonder if Norwich just shook them and they shook them early doors and they didn't quite recover from that I think with Norwich as well they're a bit of an unknown entity we've seen them early on and yes they're playing well but teams I don't think they quite know what to expect until they're up against them, and they just yeah. fall off them. Yeah, and I agree with that. I think the unknown is actually quite scary, and if someone rocks you early, you don't know whether how to deal with them, really. And Norwich haven't been disappointed in any way. They've played some really nice football. No, Nor- but- Norwich went in much like they did with Liverpool. We have nothing to lose. We have everything to gain. Let's go out there and do whatever we can. And they got two early goals. At that point, Foxy and I were both like, this is going to end 4-2 to City. Like, City's going to shut this down. But City didn't shut them down. So, good on Norwich. Yeah. And do you think, though, as well, with um, it felt like with Man City that Pep just wasn't making the right calls. I felt like he should have. Say again? He didn't look bothered. It was a bit like watching, I mean, we, we've said this about Unai Emery in the past, where he just doesn't really look bothered. It's like, oh, okay, we're losing. Okay. That's yeah, fine. a bit like Marco Silva for Everton. He really annoys me. He doesn't look bothered about anything. <laughs> no, he doesn't. And so, but I just, I almost was like, right, I feel like this game is crying out for KDB and... You're, it was almost like you're just waiting and you're waiting and waiting. And then all of a sudden he puts uh, Jesus and De Bruyne on at the same time. But we're already like, what, 15 minutes into the second half? But it was already crying out for it. So do you think there was a bit of self-sabotage then by Pep? I just think he's arrogant and he thought he was going to win it. Possibly thinking Agreed, he's Sorry, what did you say, Fox? I, I agree with Trace there, in a way. They, they have got that, I won't call it arrogance, but they just I think they just expect it. And they expect it to go back at that second half and get the quick goal to get them level. And it actually went the other way. And after that, I think they were just flapping around. Yeah, I agree. And that, like you said, because Norwich are an unknown entity, it is like, well, how do we actually deal with them? I mean, who was the other team that they ended up drawing with that was quite a shock? Was it Tottenham? Yes, it was Tottenham. Well, at the Etihad. God, I can't remember. Was it... uh, All I remember was thinking that literally... Yes, it was Tottenham because actually I remember I was watching it and they were peppering their goal, but they literally just nothing went for them. And it wasn't that they shouldn't have won it and they should have actually had a penalty in the first half. But they ended up drawing a game where actually they had enough to do, to, to grab the three points. But again, I think it's because the first half they were so lackadaisical about everything, thinking that they'd already won it or that, you know, they were going to win it. And Tottenham shocked them, shocked them in the in the second half, I think. It's just like they don't seem to get into top gear, isn't it? 
Yeah, which you can kind of understand, can't you, if they're kind of on a winning streak and they're doing really well and they've got confidence behind them. But it doesn't feel like that same city to me so far this season. They're already, what, five points behind Liverpool? And I know it's only early, but... And we know that... I think company not being there is massive, even if it's just that he's not in the dressing room. I think he's a massive character. But there's something missing with them this season, and I wonder if it is just an overconfidence or the fact that they think they're going to win games and then then they're shocked, and then it's like, well, you're already rocked by this point, so how do you now go into the next game? But they haven't convinced me fully this season so far. Conceded 96 shots in this opening season so far. Who has? Arsenal. Really? 11 more than the worst previously, which was Bolton in, like, 96. Wow. They've conceded 96 shots so far this season. Jesus, that's bad. Number one in Europe. Who is? Arsenal. For most shots conceded so far. They actually are, yeah, I think I read that, so that must have been linked to what you were saying, is that they are number one in Europe for the most conceded. It's 96 in the first five games, yeah. Wow. They have got Arsenal have got a couple of injuries though, haven't they? In defence. Yes. There's a lot coming back from injury. They said Tierney's on his way back. Um what's his face from Spin Bellerin? He's coming back from injury. They do have Mustafi, who they don't seem to want to play, and I don't know why, because I really don't think he's worse than anyone they have. No, that's an odd one for me because I actually don't think he's I don't think he's as bad as Louise, that's for sure. But a lot of Arsenal fans don't seem to like him and I think they wanted him to go in the summer, but when you look at Louise, maybe they might be changing their minds now. It's a bit odd. But um was he even on the bench on Sunday? I don't think he was. Poor guy. They couldn't even sell him. Nobody wanted him. Yeah. But they've also got Chambers in, in on their bench, who obviously they recalled back from loan. So they've got options. It's not like they don't have options. It's just that they're choosing to stick with the ones they've got. No, Mustafi wasn't on the bench. And I kind of get, because he, he when he gets put under pressure, Mustafi, he crumbles. But also, he's at... His passes sometimes are a bit, well, crap. Is he, the other, is he, he worse the than Luis, though? Or oh, Socrates? No, no, I think Luis is better because he's better at the ball controlling and better at uh, passing a ball, Luis is. And I think that's, and I also think that's the exact same with Chambers. I think Chambers is, I think they're not using Chambers at Arsenal is criminal. I think he's so much, I think he's so much better. Then he's better on the ball, for sure. He's, be- he's better than what they've got already in that... Uh, he's better than Socrates, who's possibly their best... Well, who they're considering their best defender. But I just don't think Chambers gets the actual nod on. So what about... So what about the cover in front of defence, though? Because I do not rate Granite well, Jacker one little bit. When you've Neither got- do Arsenal fans. <laughs> When you've got Granite Chaka, Gwendozi, Torreira, Ceballos, Ozil, it... Torreira's not so bad. I, 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 think they, I think he was their version of Vengolo Kante, a cheap version. 
See, I quite liked Torreira last season. But Chaka, Chaka's just horrible. He's just a. He's. I don't think he's. I don't think he should have left uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach to come to this league at all. Well, the problem also is now he's given Chaka the captain's armband. He believes in him. But that's what I mean. If you're going to start on a really bad foot, you're I'm... starting really badly with that. So Unai Emery believes in a captain that has said publicly that we were scared after going 2-0 up. Really? Yeah, yeah I saw that and I got angry. And I was laughing at Arsenal before, but then I kind of got angry on their behalf because I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Your captain mm. is saying your captain is saying that. Would you would you even even think like Tony Adams or John Terry would have said stuff like that to the press? But not being rude, when you look at the starting eleven against Watford, who would you have picked to be captain? What in that team? I am struggling. Uh, Alba. I would have got. Uh, there's. One, I could see one or two people I would have gave captaincy to. I still um, say Alba. Give it to Aubameyang. He's got the most experience. Kalazanak. Yeah. Kalazanak, I would have possibly gave it to. Or Aubameyang. I agree with you on that, Cal. Yeah, I'd say Kalazanak. I think he's a bit of a beast. I think he would. He talks as well, which I think is massive. Whereas Xhaka just gets himself in trouble. So who talks to him when he's in trouble with the ref himself? Because no one else is going to really try and get him out of that. I just think it's a bit weird because I almost feel like with Arsenal, they started quite brightly, didn't they? And I was like, oh, okay. I think we've underestimated them a little bit. But then they quickly became Arsenal. They spurs it up. Yeah. Oh, dear. Sorry, Kev. I do think, in fairness to Xhaka, uh, Unai Emery said after the game that he took Ceballos, who was really their Arsenal's best player in the midfield, he took them him off the pitch because it was too hot out. Oh, yes. What a random thing to say. The guy's bloody Spanish, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Danny Ceballos from Spain. From Madrid. <laughs> Dear God. Yeah, I did actually read that and I did have a chuckle and thought, wow, we've gone way beyond Klopp with these excuses now. The guy is from Spain. You're telling me he hasn't played in 20 plus degrees? I mean, I can't even. I really can't. I don't I don't even know how, like, my brain kind of shut down at that point. I was like, how do you really... How do we feel about Emery? Aside from that comment, though, which is rather strange, how do we feel about Emery? Do we think he's shaking things up at Arsenal and creating creating a team for him, or do we think he is being a bit of a yes-man and he's just following on from what Wenger left off? I think he's taking a bit of settling in. I don't know. It's a strange one with him. He, He seems... Quite awkward. He, do, he doesn't want to change his tact. It's his way. So do you think it's down to stubbornness more than anything? Probably, yeah. I think he's just trying to stamp his authority. It, given this season, I think he'll probably settle down. Mm. 
Yeah, you could be right. I think, and then still, actually, in all honesty, I mean, you can't really say that this is probably like a side of his dreams, is it really? He's got a lot of work in progress going on here. No, I think Arsenal are actually worse off than United were when Fergie left. Yeah, I do agree, actually. And and Pepe, I know that he actually is, and he's afforded a bit of time. He's new to the league, and I think it's probably going to be a little while before we see what he can actually do. But first impressions? I can't really give a first impression because I haven't seen, you haven't seen enough of him in order to get a first impression. I mean, I watched him... Oh. Closely in the Watford game, because I haven't watched a lot. Most of Arsenal's games were on before I woke up in the morning due to the time zone difference. And the one I watched him very carefully in the Watford game, and his first touch was, oh my, it was so bad. It was like watching Lukaku. Yeah. I mean, he would take the touch and the ball would go like three feet the other way. And I'm just like, oh, ooh, if I was a fan, I would start running out of patience. Yeah, I wonder actually if it, if they've almost bought him at the wrong time because they're kind of not ready to be, they haven't got enough flair, have they? They haven't got enough really to kind of make him look and right. like he's a player. This is my view. Um, I think Arsenal think when they got Nicolas Pepe, I think they think they've pulled off an end Hazard type of transfer when Hazard came from Lille to us in twenty around about twenty twelve. The difference was though when Hazard came to our club is that our back four and our midfield was solid at the time. It was a solid and strong, and it gave it gave Hazard that time to express himself. And with Arsenal, it's different. Arsenal are a team where, as one season, they could have a, a really good stable defence. We could we could we could attack, well, we can the attack. But then it's the opposite, and I think Pepe might be having to do a lot more yeah. the defending than the attacking. Yeah, and I also feel as well with him, it's like, it's, it is quite samey samey with Arsenal. They've always got kind of a front three or a, an attack that actually you can be a little bit jealous of, but they haven't got any meat behind it. And Which it's almost the, like, well. Does yeah. that make you, would that make you fear if you're playing against them? What do you think, Bucks? Would it be me, uh, a team to play against them? Yeah, would you? Would you? Well, you as the Leicester fan, do you feel? Would you feel feared when you if you come up against Arsenal? I would. I would hope we would attack them. I think if we attacked them, we could beat them. I mean, Arsenal are usually a bit of a nemesis side for us. We seem to play well, but don't get the result. They all seem to edge us, but with their defensive frailties as they are at the minute. I'd love us to be playing them at the minute. So I think we'd I think we'd attack them. Yeah, and I think if you did actually they'd shit themselves, to be honest. I think that's why I think that's why Watford, who bearing in mind, did they have zero points before they played Arsenal? They had one. Oh, okay. They had they had one. 
But realistically, when you're looking at top of the table and you're looking at bottom of the table, you're thinking, okay, well, Watford probably aren't going to get much out of this. But that just showed. And they've not, Watford haven't really shown a lot of grit, have they? They've been without Deanie and we kind of said, oh, maybe that's why, like, Deanie is a bit of a difference, which is true. But one man doesn't make a team. So they clearly saw some chinks in their armour where they just thought, well, actually, if we go for this, we're going to get something out of this game. And they did. And I think that is because of Arsenal's frailties. De La Fe, who hasn't been uh, firing on all cylinders like he was last season, he were a nuisance last season. Yeah, you're right. He really was. And actually, he was, yeah, he was one of those players that you really didn't want running at your defence because he was quick and he was clever. I think he's missing Beanie though. I think once Beanie comes back, that'll he'll he'll get back to his form. Yeah, yeah, I agree there. I think they need each other. Yeah, and Beanie's quite a force, isn't he? He's powerful. He's strong. He's not frightened, and he's quite happy to go at anybody and give everything really good go. And maybe Delafeo needs that. He needs that target man. I'm interested to see when Danny Welbeck comes into this situation as well. What he's going to um, well give to Watford. Yeah, that's an odd one, isn't it? Why is he is he injured at the moment? Probably, usually is. <laughs> I think if he was fit, he was fit, I think he'd be playing, wouldn't they? Hmm. Uh, yeah, I think actually Deanie and. Uh, and him would be quite interesting, actually. I'm not sure how they'd work, personally, but I'd be interested to see. Right, now, talk that we're going to switch over to the Wolves versus Chelsea game. We do have Bucks here as a Leicester fan, so there is going to be a bit of hatred towards Wolves. So <laughs> I am, am going to see what he feels about the game. Bucks, what do you think, mate? <laughs> I didn't see it. Pissed on your Go on. He hates them that much. He didn't even watch it. Oh, Foxy, letting me down, mate. What's going on? Didn't you see any the highlights? Well, we know who we know. Two people, uh, we know two people who would have seen it, Trace and uh, Calvin. So let's let's get to them and see what they think about it. What do we think? Dan, they did not air that game in the United States on television. I am not paying to watch that. Wow, it's me and you then, Dan. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I watched the highlights, but the highlight. I mean, there's seven goals, so all match of the day really showed were the goals. So I don't have enough to go on besides the goals to be honest and actually match of the day really disappointed me and I know that Norwich beating City was the massive result of the weekend in all honesty but the fact that they only really talked about Tony Abraham I thought was really mean so the fact that they only talked about Tony Abraham I'd like to talk about Tamori (laughs) because that boy has been incredible and I know for Derby last season he was their player of the season which was massive he's such a young lad but he seems to me that he's got his head well and truly 
screwed on and his goal is pretty much already contender for goal of the season as far as I'm concerned. Um, yes, Tammy had a great game. He scored a hat-trick and he felt so sorry for Wolves. He scored one for them as well. But I was actually quite proud of him for that because although he didn't mean that and actually I think it was harsh to give him that, it just showed how hard Abraham works. He isn't just all about being in the box and and poaching a goal or creating something. He was back and he was defending, and that's exactly why he ended up being caught on the end of that ball. Um, I was just impressed with us, and I think out of anything, more impressed that all our goal scorers this season so far have been all of the young academy products. And that, for me, excites me. That is my, if we get to the end of the season and we don't achieve anything else other than cementing them in the side, I'm still going to be very happy. And although that sounds very spursy, I'm not expecting a trophy for it. I just would be very pleased to see them cemented in the side for next season. And the transfer ban, in my opinion, has been an absolute blessing. And I've been excited to watch them regardless of the result because this is what I've wanted as a Chelsea fan for a long time. The thing is I noticed from the game is that, I will talk about our goals in a second, but the key, one of the key ingredients is Antonio Rudiger. He played 45 minutes in that game. He came up and literally we, we, got, two go- we got two goals put against us. It, it just didn't, it feels like with him in there, it tightens it up. So, yeah, he might be our natural leader at the back because it, it was Sice and, um, well, Sice scored, but he was cast as um Abraham own goal. But Patrick yeah. Petrone, he scored as well. He scored his first ever Premier League goal, uh, his first ever goal for Wolves, which I think he's still going to be a, still one to watch out for in the future. Taking a little bit of a uh, time to settle, but I think he could be a world beater in games. Yeah, and I really don't think Wolves are a bad side. I think they've um, they've kind of been on the end of a, some rough results, and I do kind of think that Europa qualifiers have had a lot to do with that. It's quite a long, arduous journey throughout the Europa League, and I think it takes quite a lot out of you. Um, but I do feel like Wolves really did attack it. And actually, it was only because we were riding on a bit of a high that we ended up making the scoreline maybe look a little bit more flattering for us than it could have been. Because I think we were all having a little bit of a wobble at one point going, OK, well, now we they've got two back and this is a bit of a worry now. Because we know how Chelsea likes to play in the second half normally. But I, yeah, I think Wolves have... Uh, I don't think they've necessarily performed badly. I think they look tired already. But they I seem to have a bit of a figure against us. Sorry, Foxy. They've had a stuttering start, haven't they? I think do you think it's to do with Europa? It could be. It, it, it could be Europa. But I think as well, we're drawing against Leicester when they had the goal disallowed, which really should have stood. But with this new VAR change, rule change, I thought that I thought they were hard done to there. Mm. And I just think they seem to have stuttered 
Well, like you say, they've played a lot of games. Yeah, their Europa League qualifiers were every seven days beginning on the 8th of August. So August 8th, travel to go play some, I don't even know where the fuck this this team plays in. And then they had the seven days later, it was at home, the return leg. They won both games 4-0, so that's an 8-0 total. And then they were off to Italy. And then they came back home and they won again. And then now they're going to be, uh, this next game is at home. So they get to have a little break. But now that it's, Europa qualifying is tough because it's every week. Yeah, see, I didn't realize that. I know it's long and arduous, but I didn't realize how many games they'd already played until I looked yeah. the other day. And I was like, they've played a lot of games. Four, and four. And a lot of traveling. Yeah, four games in, you know, the, the same amount of weeks, plus the Premier League on top, that's like eight games total. It just seems to me is that when you've got teams such as Leicester, you've had obviously Wolves now, you've had Stoke in the past, you've had Birmingham Cities, you've had uh, Southampton's, it's, they're not used to doing these amount of games, like having three games, over, what, a game every three every three days. And I think it's a huge, it's a huge problem for them. Where is that? And you know who else kind of proved that, don't you? Is Burnley. But Burnley didn't sign anybody that summer, so they shot themselves in the face. Uh, mm. Usually, you shoot yourself in the foot, but they actually managed to shoot themselves in the face. No, I think you're right. They, have, they they had zero squad depth when the Premier League started. Which I mean, when we beat them last year. They had already been out of the Europa League, and people were still being like, well, it's the Europa League hangover. And it's like, are you kidding me? They've already been disqualified. Yeah. And he played. Yeah, and Deitch made a lot of changes for them. I think one of their games, I was actually a bit disgusted. I think he'd made like 10 changes or something for one of the European qualifying away games. And I felt really sorry. I think there was like 3,500 Burnley fans who'd made the trip. And... You're not even giving it a go. And you're still no. doing badly in the league, but you're, you've you literally made 10 changes. Plus, they were but beating up. I know, that, I know your was. open league is hard. The thing is, from from our game, I think Wolves were just shocked by, were shocked by us getting two quick goals, and then that third before half-time. Just completely knocked. I think it completely knocked uh, the confidence out of them. Yeah, and I think obviously that then the the goal that they've given to Tammy hard. I think it is that it is uh, that would have given them a bit of a lift, and then they did go on to score another, and then all of a sudden there was a bit of hope, and they actually played a bit better, and that's when I started to think, like, oh, no, please, Chelsea, not again. Like, you've played really well. Let's not have another game where I feel like you've played well, but you're not coming away with what you should be coming away with. We did just step it up, and then obviously we scored again. But, yeah, I don't know. I feel with Wolves, it's I'm wondering if it's a bit of a tale again where... They've gone and spent a lot of money and, you know, they got to where they wanted to be, which was in a European competition and, you know, more scope for extra income and being able to buy even more players. And they're kind of, yeah, they've not kind of 
grabbed it in the way that I thought they were going to. And I genuinely thought last season when they got themselves into that position that they had a squad that would be strong enough to kind of see that through a bit. But it obviously is taking a hold of some kind. I mean, they've got some decent players as well, haven't they? Let's be honest. It's not They've not got a team of shite. They literally do have... I mean, I rate quite a few of their players, to be fair. They've bought well, haven't they? Yeah, they really have. I think, yeah, you're right. I'm thinking, and actually, last season was a bit of a test, wasn't it? Because they did spend a lot of money. Their first season back up and, you know, really giving it a go. We know that that doesn't work for everybody. I mean, even Villas, to a certain extent, they've gone crazy this season, but they're not in a position really that reflects that. Whereas I think Wolves grew, didn't they? And I do really like their manager. I've always said that. But I wonder if it is sort of taking a bit of a toll, really. It might be. and It could be. The one of the things is that when you think towards the end of the season, if Wolves are in a dangerous position of relegation, this could be one of the factors that plays on it. Mm. Could be Daniel around there. It'll be fine. Tammy has, uh, let's, I've got to talk about Tammy. He's now got a stat which is nobody in the Premier League has ever got. <laughs> a hat trick and an own goal. No player has ever done that in the, in our league. And I think it's mean because they shouldn't even have given the own goal. The shot was on target. He just bounced off him a bit and just went in. It just hit him. He didn't even know anything about it. I feel a bit sorry for him for that. But, you know, if he's going down in the record books, I'm sure he doesn't mind considering he got a hat-trick and his first hat-trick, you know, senior hat-trick for Chelsea. I'm sure he's quite pleased about it. But, yeah, I thought it was a bit mean. Seven goals, seven goals already this season. Five games, and he's he's going he's going to end up being a better player than Marcus Rashford. We all know that. <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes so hard right now, Dan. <laughs> well, let's put it this way: Marcus Rashford in his best season under United have got has only got ten goals. Tammy Abraham in five games has already got seven. It it looks like well, Marcus Rashford who? To, um, to let's be fair here. Tammy Abraham had another season in the Premier League where he didn't do so hot. Yeah, but that was Swansea, and they sold their spine after we loaned him. That was really mean. Yeah, but Rashford was taking the reins for United when we sucked terribly. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Actually, I don't think there's a fair comparison at the minute. If I'm honest. We can talk about goals and stats, but there's not really a fair comparison at the minute. Although I feel like this season would be more of a comparison because uh, I feel like us and United are kind of in the same position where we are pushing on and trying to use youth and we've sold players that, you know, wasn't really expected. Um, I think this season would be more of a comparison, but... And yes, I'm very happy for Tammy Abraham, and especially after the whole Super Cup debacle where he was being racially abused on social media, and I genuinely didn't know how he was going to deal with that. He's very young, but he's literally pulled his socks up, he's basically stuck two fingers up to those idiots, and he's cracked on. And what I did like about that game was that all of his goals were different which shows he's not just a one-trick pony. And 
I would say up until that point, there were times where he wasn't showing uh, enough strength, let's say, and he wasn't holding the ball up as well as I knew he could. And so it took him kind of this long to get into his stride. And although he got obviously a few games, a few goals by that point, I felt like that was the turning point for him where he's a, He's a confidence player, and I think the fact that Lampard's shown faith in him when he could have quite easily taken him out of the side to give him a bit of a, you know, a, a step away from the limelight, he didn't. He continued with him, and I think that's done him the world of good. As also having Mason Mount with him, I mean these these boys that are now playing together in this side have played together at youth level and won everything going, so it's kind of important that they're doing it together. And, yes, we all know this probably wouldn't have happened if we didn't have a ban. But I feel like it's been a blessing for that reason. But I feel like Tammy Abraham at the minute is riding sky high. And I'd quite like him to stay on that level where I want the rest of the team to be helping him. Not some of the things I saw today where it was a bit selfish. Guys, guess what time it is? Predictions. Prediction time. Yes, it's that time. It's prediction time. So, we're going to... By the way, I've been totally sucking at this. (laughs) (laughs) Not worse than me last week. Well, you say that. You had a bad week, but I normally have a really, you know... Last year, I did win Super Brew. But it was probably pure fluke, because... This season, I've realised how bad I really am. <laughs> well, let me just uh, let me just run it through. Uh, top three uh, after ten matches on uh, round five. In third place with nine point five. I don't know why they give a point five, but they've gave a point five. Uh, is Little Miss. So that's you, Trace. Well done. What, from last week? Yeah, top three. This wow. Like, uh, you just put pretty much guessing. I think that's how it works. Uh, so, our special guest has came second in that, after the, uh, in that, who got ten points. But, I, it was me that got, got first with ten point five. I don't know how that's happened as well. And in the in the actual podcast, well, sorry, in R one, the Yappa Lobster, it's currently I think it's Nathan on top. Oh no, it's not. Foxy's first, no, isn't Fox, he? No, Fox. Yes, my apology. Fox is first. Fox By quite a way. Uh, so uh, Nathan is three point five uh, points away, and I'm third with, and I'm only six points away from catching up with Fox. I didn't even know Ooh. I was fourth. I'm really excited now. You're I might fourth. Actually try this week. You're actually fourth this <laughs> you week. You try every week. <laughs> I do try every week. And just You're so competitive. And just put it this: Calvin has dropped. From fourth to sixth, so he is truly, truly doing a Manchester United in fashion. He Fuck actually off, got. Man. Yeah, Fuck you off. did. 
<laughs> you did actually get the wooden spoon this week, Hobbsy. Well, I'll what use the... it more caramel. What is the wooden spoon on there? That's the person who's done the worst, and the person who ends up with the golden cap is the person who's done best. Oh, so that's me. Nice. Yeah, you did really well, and Calvin really did do suck. But in your defence, Calvin, that like you'll do better, I'm sure. I am doing the best today so far for the Champions League, so y'all can just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> he is actually rocking the Champions League. <laughs> so, we're going to start with uh, Southampton versus Bournemouth. Oh, and just to point out, it's a Friday game, so... When this yeah. podcast goes out, do not forget to do your Super 6. Do not forget – oh, no, Super 6 won't be Friday, will it? Sorry. Do not forget to do your Super Brew and do not forget to do your fantasy football because it needs to be done on the Friday for it to count for the game week. I'm fed up of people using the excuse that they forgot. Thank you very much for that, Trace. At least now that you, you were aware now, people. Yeah. Trace has told you that it's out there. Not having excuses. No excuses. Right. So, Southampton, Bournemouth, Friday game. What are we thinking, guys? Going to go to our special guest? I'd go... I think I'm going to go Southampton win. Southampton I think win. 1-0, 2-1. I'll go 1-0. 1-0. <sighs> what are you hmm. thinking, guys? Are we agreeing with Fox on that? Or we're going different. I have actually gone for a draw 2-2. And the only reason I've done that is because I actually looked over the last two, three years. And predominantly, this fixture normally ends in a draw. I think there's only one out of the last three years that has been a win for one or the other. So I'm going 2-2 based on that, that it's a bit of a South Coast Derby and they'll both be up for it so yeah that's why I've gone for that 2-2 two, 2-2 two. Two, two. Calvin I'm going to copy Trace because uh, <gasps> he knows I'm going to be good <laughs> <laughs> Calvin in typical fashion uh, I've gone uh, Southampton 2 Bournemouth 1 I think Ooh. so I think Bournemouth are going. I think Bournemouth are going to lose this week. No, so, not too long to find out. So we're now going to get to Saturday games. Uh, the, our first one, and it's with our special guest. It's Leicester versus Tottenham. What are we mm. thinking? This one's tough. Mm, this one is tough. I'm going to let Foxy go first, just so that I can't offend him. <laughs> yeah, you just want to see where I say, so you can, see, you can have a better idea. Uh, <laughs> if if we get this passing game going at home, um, we could just sneak a result, but I fancy a draw. Fancy a draw? Uh, probably 2-2. Two, two. Because Soy on Tuesday's got a penalty in him, so Tottenham will definitely score one. <laughs> oh, I love that. A little dig in there. I love that. 
We all hate Tottenham, don't we? Let's be honest. I don't hate them. I just don't really like them. And I don't, I, I really dislike Harry Kane. He's too Calvin, small. Calvin, you hate Tottenham. That's what you're meant to go with. He does. He's just being kind about it. Yeah, I just don't see the reason why not. I have to be nice to Mansell in some way. He's all offended that I, I use sugar. Yeah. <laughs> not just sugar. Oh, it's the butter, it's the sugar, it's the everything. <laughs> I, I'm just like his worst nightmare. Like, seriously, I gotta be nice to the guy. I mean, I don't. I mean, you're the reason that America has like a really high diabetes rate. It's all your fault. <laughs> I've only been baking for ten years. This is not my fault. Sugar <laughs> is a recent thing. In fairness to Mansell, he has some good ideas and some good advice. He does. We'll stand his corner for him. And what I I normally find is whenever he says something, I have a little read about it and I have a think. I then go and find something that actually matches everything he said. And I'm like, oh, he really does know. (laughs) Um, But I think for the game, oh, this is really hard. I think Spurs will still win because they're riding high from their 4-0 victory over Palace. So, I'd say Leicester 2, Spurs 3. Oh, you've gone big. I like the big scoreline. Go big. I actually have gone, and I did toy over this quite a lot because I did originally put 1-1. And then I thought to myself, no, Tottenham are going to end up nicking it. And I did genuinely think it would be a VAR bloody penalty that would decide that game. So I have put Tottenham to win 2-1. I've gone. I'm I'm sorry, fucks. I I really am. It's not because you end up going in the back of my garden and uh, weeing everywhere. It's nothing to do with that. (laughs) It's going to be, I I think it's going to be Leicester 1, Tottenham 3. I just think I just think Tottenham are very strong at the minute, and Leicester Leicester have just come come off a loss, and I just think that's that could, that's going to affect you. But it wasn't a really heavy loss, though. It, what a loss is a loss, though, and I think that's it's going to play into their factor. I might change my mind on that one. <laughs> Because I always change my mind, don't I, Foxy? Mm. Just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Your prerogative. Yeah, it's my, until the voting closes, I can do what I like. <laughs> <laughs> Next game, it's the three o'clock games. Um, it is Burnley versus Norwich. I gone for Burnley 1 Norwich 2 because of Norwich being, Norwich riding a wave of being back in the Premier League and enjoying with what their players with Cantrell, Pookie scoring and I think Burnley I think Burnley are a bit, have gone off a bit, gone off the pace a bit Copycat <laughs> How can I be a copycat when you when I've gone first? But I already put it in and locked it, Dan. 
Oh, I haven't locked mine. I don't know what anyone else has done. You lock too whatever you do. Yeah, they do, don't they? Amateurs. Amateurs. That's why he only got two points last week. Oh, really, really, really. (laughs) Did you say amateurs? Look, look, I'm third in the table, so I can't be an amateur. You're just looking it like me. Let's not pretend. (laughs) Aren't we all? I'm surprised yeah. people so early because you can wait till the teams are announced. Yeah, I know. But if you do that like Chris does, then you don't put in for half more than half of the games. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, Chris, I tried to explain to him, and I really hope he listens to this. I tried to explain to him, just get them done. Even if you don't lock them, just get them done. If you remember, then you can go back and edit them. And he just went, no, 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 I'm totally on it. I don't even know how many he's missed, but it's more than he's, he's missed. He's on. He's on. The, the best thing about it, though, Chris, carry on, because none of us are going to be last. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely scoring more than him each week, aren't we? Let's be honest. He didn't do bad one week when we all sucked. Oh, did he not? Okay, no, maybe the default favoured him. Uh, well, yeah. It, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I, every time I see it, it, just there's no no like predictions submitted from Chris. I was like, here we go again. Didn't listen to anyone. That's the problem when you get no sleep. Mhm. So, okay, so did you go the same as uh, Dan for that? Have you gone two one Norwich? We both oh, okay. each other. Well, I've actually gone 3-1 Norwich, and I really do believe because they're going to be riding off the crest of the way from beating City, they're going to be totally confident. And I feel like Burnley have kind of showed us everything they've got. And although Ashley Barnes seems to be their saviour, I don't think they're going to beat Norwich. I think Norwich is just going to smash them. I'm going to go against the green here. <gasps> oh, foxy. I think I think Burnley are going to nudge it two one. Oh, this makes this very interesting because I will not be changing my prediction on this one. How often <laughs> do you see a team I get a good result one week and then be absolutely shocking the next? Yeah, it's, good point. I, just, I think it could be roles reversed. Did Burnley lose last week? I can't remember. Uh. Burnley uh, Drew. Oh, okay, so there might be Drew a win. Oh, Foxy, I like it. You'll you just go and kamikaze. <laughs> Tracy, does that mean you're going to be changing because uh, Foxy nope. said that? No, I firmly believe, and you will see it on Saturday, I firmly believe Norwich are winning that game. You know what's going to happen? Foxy's going Burnley are going to win. Burn- Foxy's going to come out with three points for that, and we're going to be thinking... Why don't we just listen to Fox? Yeah, why don't we listen to Foxy? Mm. Or Putin's going to be awesome again and Foxy will be crying in a corner. Yeah. There's always a flip side. The next uh, three o'clock game is at Goodison and it's Everton versus Sheffield United. Calvin? Hmm. What do you reckon? I, I have no faith in Everton. At all. They're horrible. It's awful, terrible, bad. No good, very, very bad. Yeah, very disappointing. So, I'm thinking they'll 
score a goal, but I think Sheffield United will also score a goal and not let Everton get a second. So I'm going to go 1-1 draw. And I have also gone the same for exactly the same reasons. I think Sheffield United have done all right. I think they probably could have done better considering who they've faced so far. They got a draw against us and we didn't play badly. But Everton sucks so bad. I just feel like because Everton are at home, they might just nudge a little bit of an advantage and actually score. But I think Sheffield United are going to level them up. Fox, what about you, mate? I'm thinking 2-2. don't think Everton are good enough to win the game. And I don't think Sheffield are quite getting the run of the green, so to speak. They're playing well, but it just doesn't seem to be coming off for them. Yeah, I I agree. So I'm the only one that's actually believing Everton are going to win. Because I have gone for Everton 1, Sheffield United 0. I think Everton at home, Sheffield United going to going to there. It's it's gonna. I think they're gonna end up being a bit scared of what's going what goes on in well inside Goodison, and I think Everton are gonna nick it one nil. Chef, you Ooh. won't have Billy Sharp either, will they? No, he got sent off. He got oh. He got sent off midweek. Oh, that's interesting. I'm still not changing that one. I do think it's going to be a draw. I think it's going to well, be boring I, too. I, I was just about to. I was just about to offer you to. Um, well, you three, if you wanted to change, but no, not Billy Sharp got sent off. But Trace, you stick in. No, I'm sticking. I still think it's going to be a draw. Cal, do you stick in or twisting? I'm keeping it. I'm not going to change my mind on this one. I have a lot of faith in Henderson as a goalkeeper. Yeah, same. Okay, so. That's that's real. I can't believe you. I can't believe you're actually staying with that. To be fair, but fair well, we'll see, won't we? Come four forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> the next uh, three o'clock, uh, three o'clock kickoff game is Manchester City versus Watford. Now, Fox, what what are we thinking for that? Three-one, three-one months. To City. To City? Yeah. I think what just profited at the weekend out of poor defending, they didn't really offer an awful lot. So I think City will crank it up a bit. Yeah, I have to agree. I've actually put Man City 3-1 as well. I think they're going to not be very happy about losing to Norwich. They were... humiliated a little bit I think Um, despite how good Norwich have been playing I think City should have had enough Uh, so I think they're going to take it out on Watford but I do think Watford are going to get a goal Calvin I you know Manchester City has one fit centre back at the moment and his name is Oda Mendy which is like having you know just David Luiz or just Phil Jones on your team in defense, so I don't, I don't really have much faith of. Actually, I have no faith in Odomendi. I have more faith in Phil Jones. So I would have to say I think Watford could get something, but I think it's going to be a ridiculously high-scoring game because I think City's Aguero was horrible, so he has a point to prove now. And I think Sterling, he wasn't horrible, but he also has a point to prove now. So I think it's going to be like. 
two two. Two two. My you, Dan? my feeling is it's I think the humiliation continues for City. I think No I do. I think because they're flying, they're already going out to play uh, Shakhtar Donetsk uh, tomorrow. And they've got to fly back for Saturday's game. Manchester City won Watford two. Oh God, I didn't even factor in the fact that people are travelling. I got a feeling because of not only because of the centre back situation, because let's let's not forget is that tomorrow Otamendi could get injured as well, and that's City's defence gone. Good God, do we think then that Watford might be a little bit buoyant what? after their draw well, with Arsenal? I think this is this is going to be what this is going to be the t- Watford's first uh, three points of the season, and they've had a week's rest. Yeah, yep. which I think which will factor into it. That's the reason. Oh why. God, I might change this one. Ooh. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to wait. And, I'm no, I'm only going to wait and see how City get on tomorrow. I think that might have a bearing on the weekend. I actually was. forgot that they were playing at Shakhtar tomorrow. I've been, I've been thinking, I've put the Champions League into perspective in my picks for the Premier League uh, predictions. All right, Dan, you're such a smart ass. <laughs> Quit <laughs> showing off your homework. <laughs> yeah, just because he's done some homework. Ah. <sighs> I got the golden. I cap. might change it. I might not. I'm going to wait until tomorrow. But I'm saying at the minute, my heart is saying three-one. I don't think City are going to go another Premier League game with a loss quite like they did last week. And if they do, then I'm starting to fear the worst already. But for Liverpool winning? Yes. Yeah, sure. Let's not talk about that. Uh, okay. We won't talk about that then. So we will go to the half-five game on Saturday. And I'm going to start with Trace, but the game is Newcastle and Brighton. I think this is going to be boring. I think it's going to, I think actually think three o'clock games are going to be more exciting. I think the half five is going to just be really disappointing. And I've gone Newcastle one, Brighton one. A draw. So, Calvin. How dare you disrespect my man, Steve Bruce? Sorry. <laughs> Not all that long ago, I was kind of being mean to him, so now I'm going to be nice. Um, that spells uh, trouble for Steve Bruce. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad for Steve Bruce because now that I'm supporting him, he's probably going to have a horrible time. He's going to get sex in. Uh, <laughs> but I think Brighton are just – I mean, they haven't aired a lot of Brighton games, so I can't say I've watched a ton of them, but I've seen all of their scorelines, and it's the that first week was the shocking scoreline, and since then, they've been doing okay, and certainly better than last season, but I just think they're going to start to peter off now, especially with two draws and a loss recently. So I think it's going to go Newcastle 2-0 for Brighton. Ooh. Mr. Fox? Uh, I don't know with this one because Brighton uh, blow up and cold. I think I'm going to go a 1-0 win. I think I'm going Newcastle as well. Ooh. Yeah, I honestly think if it's going to be a winner, it'll be Newcastle. I don't I'm... think there'll be a lot of goals in it either. No, I it's think... going to be boring, isn't it? 
Do you watch it? It'll be like six five or something <laughs> crazy now. I yeah. don't think it's going to be boring. I don't think it will be. I think I think it's going to be a two two, uh, a two two goal fest because of Neil Mopay. Uh, Brighton, well, Brighton's new sub, one of Brighton's new signings. He's actually been a bit on form recently. He scored two goals in the Premier League, and he seems to be doing really well for Brighton. On the other hand, Newcastle, Joe Linton, I think he's going to, I think he's going to start very well, and I think that Alan Saint Maximum will score as well. I do think it's going to be a good game. I'm expecting it to be. Is he back? Yeah. He's got terrible hair. <laughs> can't argue with that. I can't argue <laughs> with that. I actually think, if you want me to be honest, I think Joel Linton's been a bit uh, disappointing. Really? Maybe he's going to prove me wrong on Saturday. Well, hopefully, ho- hopefully, yeah. he goes and gets the gets the goals and get the two two and get my uh, super brew up. Yeah, hopefully he'll just get one. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so that was Saturday's games. We are now moving over to the Super Sunday games. We we are starting with the two o'clock game, and that is at Selhurst. So we all know that's Crystal Palace, and they are facing Wolverhampton Wanderers. I think because of being a rival with Fox, I'm going to go with Fox first. Oh, I, I can't see Wolves winning. You can't. They're, like you say, they're playing Thursday. They're travelling. Oh, no, they're at home this Thursday, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's a tough one to call. Palace have got to come good. I think, now I'm going to change my mind. I think 2-1 Wolves. 2-1 Wolves. So, so you were saying so you're saying Wolves are going to pick up their first three points of the yeah. season as well? Yeah. Okay. Oh, Trace, let's come to you, Beans, that you've mentioned that all. Yeah, I actually I actually was agreeing with him the whole way along until <laughs> <laughs> he changed his mind. Um, I actually think it's just going to be uh, one goal and Crystal Palace are scoring. I actually don't think Wolves are... No, I just think they suck. So yeah, <laughs> one nil to Crystal Palace. I really, I I will be so shocked if if Wolves win that game, especially away from home. Calvin, my friend. Well, Wolves winning away, I don't think is impossible. Mostly because Palace haven't been very good at home. No. I mean, most people have like that siege mentality effect at home and Palace don't have that at all because most of their best games have been away except for Spurs but they never win at Spurs so whatever uh that's an outlier I would say I think Wolves are playing at home in the Europa League too so that's an advantage they don't have to travel other than to London so I'm thinking Wolves will win it and I was going to go with 2-1 2-1 yeah i I generally believe it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a one-one game. Wolves are gonna put in that meant put in that factor of coming back from Europe. Gonna be a bit tired, but they have. They will have a little bit more than what 
Crystal Palace has in that midfield, and I think that's going to be playing the factor. But Crystal Palace will hit him strong, I reckon. But 1 1, I'm going for. You're underestimating why. I'm underestimating. Why am I underestimating? You're underestimating why. He's literally coming back after that loss to Tottenham with absolute venom. He's not really. I've just totally made that up. (laughs) (laughs) So, the next uh, two o'clock game is kicking it over, over in London. Is at the London Stadium, which is West Ham. And they face a team in red in Manchester. They're, they mm. were successful at one point, but not anymore now. Oh, You're not getting any honeycombs. I think they're no honeycomb for you. I think, I, think there's a, I think they're called Manchester United, but there's only one team in Manchester, which is blue. And it's red. <laughs> so, yeah, it's West Ham versus Manchester United. So, beans, I've got Calvin riled up. I want to hear Calvin go. Fuck you, Dan. Yeah, smash his face in. I'm going to smash you like I smash honeycomb. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so mad at you, I don't even know if I can make a prediction. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to send Trace off. I... It's West Ham. I think I can guarantee that West Ham fans are going to probably attack the Manchester United bus. They seem to be asking that. They like that, uh, yeah. They, they really like that. So I think they're going to attack the Manchester United bus. But I think that we're going to go into Europe. We're going to come home. I think Ollie's going to have the team riled. He's looking at getting a couple players fit for West Ham, i.e. Pogba. And uh, I think Martial. So we are, I'm feeling like we're going to win this one pretty handily because West Ham haven't really been all that great. So I'm thinking 3-1 United win. 3-1. Okay, Bucks, what are you thinking? I think they'll, uh, I think United will burst their bubble. I think it'll be 3-2. Oh, nice point. Nice point. West Ham will get a couple, I think. Well, I, I can't see him beating him. So you've gone 3-2? Yeah. And I'm going to copy, I'm going to be a copycat and going the same. I've gone 3-2 the same. Manchester United 3, West Ham 2. I think Oli will be at the wheel this week. Not like he's not over a week, but he'll be at the wheel this week. And Trace? Well, I'm more interested, do you think he's going to be driving at our wall or like going full speed down the motorway? <laughs> Pretty much he'll have his wingers going right down, right down the wings. Okay. Well, see, I didn't, with all of mine, I didn't even factor in Europe, but uh, based on then, uh, so I haven't changed it. I had gone Man United actually to win 2-0. And although West Ham, I think, uh, on Monday against Villa showed some kind of promise it petered out really quickly and I think regardless of whether United have got Europe or not I just think they're going to win this and if Pogba and Martial are potentially back for that fixture even more so Okay we're going to kick this off to uh, Kev's neck of the woods Sorry Kev 
M the Emirates Stadium. Uh, I'm going to start on this one, and I think Arsenal being scared as well as Chaka has said. I think Villa are actually going to go there and still lose. I How can you bet against your own team? That's terrible. Oh, oh it's just it's just as it is as well. <laughs> against the Amers. Come on, you Irons. Yeah, it was. Come on, you Irons. Calvin's got screenshots. Oh. I've done Arsenal 2, Aston Villa 1. I'm going to see what Trace, I'm see what Trace thinks about that and what Trace thinks hers is going to be. Yeah, I, I agree. I've put 2-1 Arsenal and I think that's purely because they're... <laughs> I just think that it's not actually anything to do with Arsenal because I think they truly didn't look very good in the second half that I saw against Watford. Um, But I actually think that Villa going away, not getting anything from Monday, which actually I think they should have, I just think they could have been a bit of a down. So I'm good. Yeah, 2-1 Arsenal. I agree. Calvin? Oh, it's Arsenal. I, they they were so, I don't really know. This one's actually kind of hard because I think Aston Villa have been unlucky. And I think Arsenal are just, well, they're Arsenal. So I think I might actually go for a draw. Mm. I think I'm going to go 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. And we're going to go back to our special guest, Mr. Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm with Arsenal 3-1 3-1 I think they're going to bounce back they're going to I think they're just going to have to get the bit between the teeth they've got to stop the, the ball bat in the box as well yeah do, is Lacazette back for Arsenal he yeah. won't be back until long after the Manchester United game oh ok so he's a ways out Maybe the right. shit clue might do something this week. <laughs> and we're going to go across London again. So London has had four games on a Sunday. Is... Yeah, rest in peace, the Met Police. Jesus. <laughs> we're going to go to the main event, I believe, of this weekend, which is Chelsea versus Liverpool. So... I'm going to start I'm going to start that with Mr Fox. What are we thinking, mate? <laughs> Against Team Chelsea fans on here. Uh, <laughs> you say what you want, I always do. Yeah. I think, I think it'll be a good game. It'll be a very good game. And I think it's going to be 2-1 to Liverpool. So I think that they just I think they just going to take some beating. Yeah, I if, uh, can. I can you go to me? <laughs> well, being that we've got being that uh, Tracy wants to go, we'll let Trace go. Go, go, go. Well, I've put my prediction at two one because we all know by now that's my superstitious prediction, and I put that regardless of what I actually think. So I've put two one, but. I actually agree with Fox. I think it's going to be a really good game. I think it could swing either way. I think we actually showed more than our worth against them in the Super Cup. And I think they 
why he wanted to win that more than we did. Um, so I think actually it's going to be a game of the attack and it could be absolutely crazy. And I think someone could nick it. But I think Liverpool could continue their unbeaten run. Or, or should I say their winning streak? Not their unbeaten run, their winning streak. Calvin. No, doing? she was right when she said unbeaten run because I think they're going to draw. Mm. I think this is going to be a battle of the strikers. I'll take it. Strikers and wingers. So I'm, I'm, I'm going big. Three, three. Yeah, I think it might be a bit crazy. Three, three. So Calvin and I are under the same thinking that it's going to be a goal fest. But I believe that we're going to win three, two. We're going to hand Liverpool their first loss of the season. And I believe it will be sort of a game where it goes like a bit of tennis. So so we'll score first, they'll score second, then we'll score, then they'll score. But then I believe Callum Hudson-Odoi will come on and absolutely make Stamford Bridge explode with excitement. Oh, my God. Is Rhys James might be playing too? I hope I well. That I would hope be massive if if Hudson Adoy and Reese James are in the squad, even if they're on the bench. I think that could be quite massive. I think that's where complexion of the game might change. But I do I do genuinely think that it could be absolutely crazy, and we're all thinking, oh, this is going to be brilliant. They probably end up nil nil. Nil nil. I'm still going 2-1 Chelsea just because that's my superstitious bet, but I actually don't feel like I can call it. I just think, I, I just think is that in typical Chelsea fashion is that we always seem to upset Liverpool. We always seem to do a way of upsetting Liverpool in big, well, bit, well, sort of really big games. We hadn't recently in the Super Cup, but we always seem to upset them. And yeah, but they get yeah, a good result at the bridge recently. That was Henderson a couple of years back, though, weren't it? Because we've beaten last season. Oh, yeah, we did, even though we were really pants. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to be exciting. Well, hopefully a bit exciting, so I'm actually going to be there for that one. Oh, I didn't take the trace factor into account. Shit. I knew that when you did your when you did your prediction. I thought, oh, he's forgotten I'm going. Oh no, now I might have to change it. It might be four two to Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Trace, what are you doing to me? What's actually quite scary is the reason I can't quit is because I do think at the minute Liverpool are the force to be reckoned with. That's quite scary. And I think we're, and I think we're the team that will uh, will end up stopping there. Will give them their first loss. That is my. That's good. I'm I'm going to take your positivity and run with it. We always do. We always seem to upset. We always seem to upset the team that's going for the title. We always seem to do that somehow or another. That's us down to a two. So can I just ask quickly? Do we know who's on Sky on Sunday? No idea who's going to be on Sky. Hang on, let me check then. Oh, okay. So it's it's West Ham, Man United for the two o'clock. 
Mm-hmm. And then it's Arsenal-Liverpool for the 4.30. They're the two I would have picked, to be fair. Which, uh, obviously, I reckon because it's United, well, Manchester United, that's the reason why they've gone for them, being on there. I can understand that. Right. Can, can I just ask very quickly, before you round this off? I will, yeah. Is it is it really stupid that... Um, we have four London teams playing at home on Sunday. I couldn't believe that when I pulled up. I was looking up the games on uh, the fantasy site, and it lists all of them right in a row. And I'm like, really? They're all in London? The thing is, yeah. when, when Trace mentioned about the police and that being in, uh, the police being in that, it's like, I, w- I was thinking, they're going to have to surely tell all the police officers that that weekend is that nobody's having a day off. You're all going to be working spread across London, and I think they might. You think is that they might have even just got a few extra policing from out well, out of London to come in to sort all that as well? Because that's I just... have never, yeah, and I've never known a fixture list like that for one day being all those teams at home ever, and it just makes me think if you want to commit a crime, go do it Sunday. Yeah, it just seems it just it does seem criminal that that's happened. I, I feel sorry all... for it because if resources are um, tight as they are, to have that amount of games in one city mm. is mental. On the other flip side of it, though, you've got Tottenham, Chelsea, Arsenal, all involved in Euro football in midweek, along with the uh, Wolves. Yeah, that's a good point. Are we all at home? I know we were today, obviously, but are the rest at home? No, but they will be stronger, won't they? Mm. We can find out easily, so... Today... Thursday, so... Tottenham are away. Uh, Man City are away tomorrow. Uh, Let's find out where Manchester United, Arsenal... You have to go to Thursday for that, though, Dan. Thursday, yeah. Thanks, Trace. Thank you. That's all right. We're at home. Arsenal are away. But United are at home. See, they've done that clever then, haven't they? Trying to find Wolves. Wolves are at home. Oh, yes. Man United are at home as well in the midweek. Who's that team you're playing, Calvin? Uh, Astana. Yeah. Astana who? <laughs> Don't. We'll be back in the bloody Europa League by January. <laughs> and then we'll end up with playing, we'll end up with playing uh, Astana, the team that knocked out Manchester United, <laughs> won't we? Hey, we also have AZ Alkmaar and Partizan in our group. Go on, Partizan, you can do it. Dan, I swear to fucking God, you are never getting any of my sweets. <laughs> Calvin, it's, it's a good job I'm sweating off, mate. Clearly you are not, because I keep thinking, fuck you, Dan. <laughs> no need to be salty. No, he's always sweet. <laughs> I am always sweet, ask me so. He'll tell you. <laughs> Guys, our amino's changing. It's 
all new spectacular ways. And we are starting with our final name change. Cash your votes in. Hope to hear from you soon. Thank you. So tonight, we have been joined by our special guest, Mr. Fox. And thank you very much, sir, for, uh, for accompanying us today. It's been a pleasure. Oh, thank you, Foxy. Hey, Foxy. Best thing uh, to drop upon you. <laughs> <laughs> I've had worse we, surprises. <laughs> we all hope that you actually will come on for future more, and we hope that you've enjoyed this as well, your first experience. Yep, it's been great. As per usual, you have been joined by the American. Do you want to say goodbye? Yes, I will say goodbye because Tracy will not because Tracy is rude. So bye. I'm gonna try it, but we know the answer. Trace, anyone? No. Say goodbye. Farewell. No. Be the same no. 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 <laughs> okay. So, and I've been your host, and by the order of the Peaky Blinders, enjoy this podcast. Good night.